0: Lord, we praise you today on this side of the miracle. Whatever the miracle may be, Lord God, in our individual lives, Lord, we praise you today, Lord God, on this side of the miracle. And we give you glory and honor. Praise. Each week at Church at Briargate, we pray for a local church that's in our community as well as a missionary that we support as a local church. Will you join with me today as we pray for the Springs Journey Church? Lord, we lift up this church to you today. Lord, one of our sister churches. And Lord God, we pray, God, that you come, Lord God, and you be in their midst. And Lord God, when they meet, Lord God, I pray, Lord, that the people would come, Lord God, and that you would be revealed to them. Lord, I pray that you meet their every need, or financial, Lord. Spiritual, emotional, Lord God, that you would be with them, Lord God. Lord God, that you would give them a boldness and a courage, Lord God, to do and say what you've called them to do. Lord, we lift up our missionary to you today, Lord God, as she serves, Lord, alone by herself. Lord God, in a country, Lord God, where many of us would not go, but Father God, you've called her and she's answered. And we pray, God, that your power and your anointing be upon her. And, Lord, God, that she continues to move and work in what you've called her to do, that you give her safety and protection. Lord, that you give her favor, Lord God, with the powers that be. And, Lord, God, that she can make a difference and win people for you. And, Lord, we lift up church at Bargate to you today, Lord. And I pray, God, for a special anointing here today. And, Lord, God, I pray, God, that you just move amongst us, Lord God, as a church, as a body, as a whole, Lord God. And, Father, you speak to us, Lord God, and you use us, Lord God. And we say yes to whatever you want to do, Lord God. We pray that you use us, Father, to do exactly that. Lord, we pray that you anoint our speaker to speak, Lord God, and you anoint our ears to hear. In your precious name we pray. Everyone say with me, amen. Good morning, Church Briar Briargate. It's so good to see your faces this morning. Could you look around, see if there's someone you don't know, introduce yourself to them while we transition our service.
1: Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. We're so glad that you're here. Welcome to Church at Barrogate. My name is Sam Blevins. I'm the worship pastor here. If this is your first Sunday, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. Uh, There's a couple ways to do that. The first way is the Connect card in the pocket in the back of the seat in front of you. If you don't mind taking a moment to fill out some information on that and drop it by the coffee shop, which is the Missions Cafe. We'd love to get in contact with you this week and see how we can get you plugged in. Uh, Another way is the QR code. If you scan that with your phone's camera app, It'll walk you through getting set up on our uh, church center app. As our ushers come forward, let's pray over our offering today. God, you're so good. We worship you this morning with our singing, and now, God, we worship you with our giving. Father, we thank you for providing for us, for being our sustainer. God, for being faithful. We give out of the joy of our hearts, believing that you'll multiply our giving to further the ministries that you've trusted us to do here at our church. And God, for all the missionaries around the world that you've strategically placed, thank you for giving us the privilege and the honor to go forward in our giving. Father, as we continue our service, we pray that you'll prepare our hearts. Holy Spirit, fill this room. We pray that you will prepare us for the things that you would speak to our hearts today, to mold us and shape us to be more like Jesus Christ, more like the people that you've designed us to be, and to have you shine through. God, this world needs to see you and to see you accurately. So prepare us for what you'd speak to us today. In your name we pray, amen. Please enjoy these video announcements.
2: Hi, I'm Kate. Welcome to Church at Briargate. We're glad you're here. If this is your first time with us, please fill out a Connect card or download the Church Center app and fill out the new here form. Then come to the Mission Cafe where we'd love to welcome you and offer you one of our specialty drinks on us. Here are some upcoming events. We have a new life group for young, single, or newly married adults that starts this Friday. This group is led by Moses Legaspi, Shay Singler, and Emily Bottoms. Find the group on the Church app for more details. We will have a candlelight Christmas Eve service on Saturday, December 24th at 5 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. here in the Sanctuary. And on Christmas Day is our Briargate Kids Christmas Play at 10 a.m. with breakfast starting at 9.30. Bring a dish to share. There will be a viewing tonight of the first episode of The Chosen Season 3 at Anne and Stan LeBon's house. See Anne or Stan for more details. Royal Rangers is having a Christmas party on December 21st. Boys should bring a $5 gift if they would like to be a part of the gift exchange. We'll also have a water baptism service on Wednesday, January 11th at 7 p.m. Email the church office or register on the church app. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about our upcoming events, ministries, and life groups, download our church app or check out our website, churchoffriargate.org, and be sure to stay connected with us on social media. Have a great week.
3: Hi,
4: our names are Breck and Suzanne Swanson, and we go to the 830 service, so I know we haven't met or seen all of you, so hi everybody. We're starting up a life group called Surviving the Holidays by GriefShare.
1: This life group is for people who through death have lost a loved one or a close friend, whether it's been recently or years ago.
4: And in this time before Christmas, we want to grow a support group, we want to spend time getting to know each other. It's okay to bring your emotions, I know, there can be confusion, sorrow, anger, depression, relief, guilt, any emotion, we're real people with real feelings.
1: Surviving the Holiday Life Group is one session in December. In February, we'll do a 13-week session and continue to use the program Grief Share, but more on that later.
4: And for this session, we'll meet Sunday, December 11th at 1230 at our house. We're gonna go through the Grief Share video, the workbook and discussions. We provide lunch, so come hungry. If you need childcare, then please contact the church. If you've lost somebody, then please come.
1: Please do.
3: the most, most wonderful, wonderful time, time of the year With the, the kids jingle belling and everyone belling. telling you'll be of good cheer. cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the hap- happiest season of all
5: Get it all out. <laughs> so, um, when, when they asked me, hey, can we do a snowball fight? I thought, we have a special speaker here, guys. <laughs> but I, I, I felt pretty confident that you guys would all be mature. <laughs> and that we wouldn't have to worry about that. First service. So... Um, <clears throat> We've got, you guys notice all these diapers and stuff up here. We, uh, we have a surprise. I don't make sure I see. I see one of one. I see one of the couples. So we've had three families um, have babies. Two of them have already had babies the last couple weeks, and one of them is having a baby the 14th. And so am I right about that, 14th? And so we thought, you know, what do young families need when they have babies? Diapers. And uh, some of you thought ahead and thought wipes, too. I would never have thought of wipes. When, uh, well, I didn't do a lot of that when I was younger. But uh, when, when we had, when Lynn and I were having our children, and uh, they were little babies, because our name's Bottoms, everybody thought they needed to bring Dry Bottoms brand. Right? Have you seen that? I don't even know if that exists anymore. I don't shop for diapers, but uh, my kids could blow those things out pretty quick. <clears throat> I'll just tell you a story. So one time, <laughs> one, one time, um, my son, oldest, Isaac wasn't born yet. Our oldest was sitting in a high chair and he was eating. And and um, and, a, and a friend of ours had come over. A single guy. We were in our, our uh, mid twenties. He was the same age. He comes over and he picks Jonathan up to talk to him, and out of the high chair, he's like, ah. And Jonathan been eating best I could tell a bunch of carrots, and he he kind of starts to put his arm around. And when he does, he realizes there's something on Jonathan's back. He had a blowout go all the way up his back, (laughs) like up to the back of his neck, and it looked like an orange horse mane. And then he just started running around the house with Jonathan going, ah, ah, and I'm like, put the kid down before you deal with this. But uh, so, we, so we got all these diapers, all this stuff. Um, I see Audrey and Charles. Audrey, why don't you stand and can you stand Are you can, can you waddle up upwards? Okay, good job. <laughs> just so you won't be embarrassed asking, she's not had the child yet. <clears throat> and then Amanda and Asher, are they here? I see Asher. No, that's not Asher. Grandma's here, but nobody cares. So, just kidding, apparently we do. Um, their, their baby was born this last week. His name is Clayton Asher. And uh, I, I actually, I was, I was up in the mountains and I texted him. I said, Asher, send me some pictures of the baby. Because... Um, I, I wanted to make sure it was human, you know, that kind of thing. Because, you know, when they're born, they, you, they really, you can be confused with being a spider monkey. So, and then uh, Shauna and Josiah Good, I didn't, I saw her here last week, but I don't see them here this week. Just because you have a baby doesn't mean you don't come to church. We need to start training people. Back in my day, we had the babies while we were working out in a field. And we set them on the side of the field, and we kept picking. (laughs) Um, They had a baby girl a couple weeks ago. Her name is Annabelle Grace. So we're taking all of this, and we're just uh, cutting it in three and making sure that all three of them get uh, diapers and wipes and stuff. And that should last three, four days, something like that. (laughs) It is amazing how fast you go through this stuff uh, when your baby is little. So I also did want to mention... some of what is uh, still happening, and I, I get a lot of questions, so it's easy for me to do this this way. Uh, my session does not start. I don't actually start. I'm not actually a rep yet. I'm a rep elect. Um, I get sworn in on the 9th, and uh, then I will officially be a representative, and um, that's, that's the day that I start is January the 9th. So that you know, in case you're interested, that's a big ceremony that happens when they swear you in and so you're welcome to come up to the capitol and and be there. You can sit up in the gallery up above if you want to watch that. They will actually are going to allow Linda to come down into the well with me uh to sworn cuz they don't do that. You're not allowed in the well unless you are invited there or unless you're sworn in. And so um you can come watch that if you if you care, if it's something that you I don't know if you would care, but um you can do that. Uh, and I'll let you know, like, times and thing. I, th- I think, th- I know that uh, daily sessions start at, um, nine o'clock, and so I think maybe then, but, uh, but, th- did I see, I see Ian, is Stephanie here? No, she could tell us that. Um, Stephanie is a representative, and Ian, her brand new husband of two weeks, is, uh, here with us, too. Three or four weeks from now, you guys can be having your own diaper plan. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me right now. So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> so, uh, so just to let you know that. And here's here's how it's going to work. I will still be speaking on the weekends. I'm going to be preaching every week. I'm going to be here most any Wednesday that I can. Most Wednesdays I'll be here speaking. There'll be some I'm sure that I won't be able to be. The first couple months I won't. I'll be here um, every Wednesday. So for most of you here. Um, you're not going to see any difference, really, except what I'm speaking about probably will become, uh, I may be more angry. I don't know. <laughs> I I did have, I was in orientation this last week, and there was a group of um, of uh, Democrats sitting there. And they were all women, which, by the way, almost all the representatives, very strong percentage of representatives are women. Um, you, you can look that up. I don't know if that's a who. I'm not anti-woman, but I think so. I've just worked with a lot of women over the years. But there was a group of them standing there, and they were talking about something. Somebody said something about the Constitution, and they said, "Um, well, the Constitution wasn't written for people like me. (laughs) These are your lawmakers. These are people that have been voted in to make laws, and they think the Constitution has nothing to do with them. Um, So my desire is for you to be praying for me, please. Um, that's the biggest thing is be praying for me. And then basically you won't see much difference uh, in what's going on with me. Okay? Um, I think that's it. So we do have a, a special privilege this morning. I've talked to you a little bit about um, Joshua Nation some, and Villy's talked to you about Joshua Nation. It's weird having you guys right here. Uh, I think we should You know, I'm a representative. I believe in doing things democratically. Let's vote if Vili uh, and Lindy should sit on the front row every single week. Everybody in favor, raise your hand. The eyes have it. <clears throat> <laughs> so I've talked to you about Joshua Nations. They do stuff all over the world. They have curriculum all over the world. They really are a, a very powerful um, arm across the planet for um, seeing people saved and then discipled. And, uh, and, and so then one of the things that I get to connect with Joshua Nations with is on Wednesday mornings they have this Bible study for pastors all over the world. This is literally from South America, Europe, Africa. It's all over the world. And, uh, and, and I've had the opportunity to speak a couple of times of that. But one of the people that I got to see and, and meet online on these things is Billy's father. And uh, on, on that group, they call him Papa Bomer. This is... Um, He's a pastor. He's also a representative, like I am, in South Africa. And uh, just a, an amazing guy. Every time he says something, everybody kind of quiets down and listens. He's, he's, he's that kind of wisdom voice that you hear. And, uh, and just a great opportunity to now meet him in person and um, to introduce him to speak to us this morning. So, Papa Bomber.
6: Good morning. Thank you for the privilege again. I I really am blessed to speak here this morning. Uh, If you have never seen an African, uh, look carefully. You are looking at one right now. And uh, I'm the husband of one wife uh, who happens to be the mother of my three children. And she is an African woman. If you have never seen an African woman, this is a real African woman. <laughs> I'm I'm fourth generation African. From my father's side, from my mother's side, I don't know how, how far back. And she was forever in Africa. And uh, my... My grandchildren are African Americans, and uh, m- my son is an African. Will you just show them what you look like? <laughs> and my daughter's daughter-in-law, or my daughter, is American. Then you let them see what you look like. <laughs> so, w- what what is my grandson? He must be an African-American. Jesse, show them what you look like. <laughs> so we are the African family. Uh, and um, it's good to be here. I was a pastor for 17, 18 years. Ah, oh, sorry. I, I, pra- I didn't practice very well during the first service. I was a farmer for 17 or 18 years. And um, then the Lord called us into ministry. And the day when I was ordained, the pastor that ordained us said to us that constant change has come to stay. Since 1984, that we've been in ministry, it has been constant change. I think I can tell a couple of stories about constant change. I know what it is to go through a church split, have no income for 10 years, where you live on faith. I wouldn't recommend that. (laughs) But it happened. And... um, few things happened in 2014 I had to go into local government I didn't plan this but the Lord just opened the door it it was actually in February 2014 that the Lord said to me he'll open the doors and I thought Satan just get away from me And, and, and in May that year I was in local government and I'm still there I said to my wife, I don't understand, they don't seem to like me. (laughs) And my wife said, my husband, you expect them to like you. How can they like you with the things that you say and the things that you do? So I'm sorry for you, my brother. If you want to say the right things, they won't like you. If you want to say the wrong things, they'll like you. But amazing, if they need prayer, they come. Yes, they do. I put a vote of no confidence in our mayor one day, and um, this is what I said. I said, Speaker, I want to put a vote of no confidence in this most useless woman that has ever lived on earth. <laughs> and she stood up and she said, Speaker, will you please ask that counselor to withdraw and he said to me, withdraw. I said, it's easy for me to withdraw. I withdraw, but that doesn't change the situation. <laughs> so that's, that's politics. Say that again. Oh, yes. After, after that, <laughs> when we're out in the corridor, she comes to me. She says to me, pastor, in, 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 in the Tswana language, it's Muruti. So she says to me, Muruti. Please pray for me, I have a difficult job. That's the woman that I said, and, and we're friends. Can you believe it? <laughs> so constant change has come to stay. I was 69, 70. I was ready to hand over the, the, the ministry in Mafeking where we lived to my son and my daughter-in-law. And guess what they announced? We're going to America. We're going to live there. And I was left with nobody to take over. So I'm, I'm back into the change. So last year, the year before, I was really groaning before the Lord. You know, we're groaning. <laughs> and uh, saying, Lord, Lord, Lord. The next thing, I, I, I was planning to retire. Who knows that when you're 72, you retire? Okay. So I get a call from Joshua Nations, from Jason Holland. He says to me, will you be our representative in the sub-Saharan countries of Africa? And the Lord said, you used to change. So since then, I've been traveling Malawi, Rwanda, Zambia, wherever. I'm, I'm from one plane to the other plane. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that, but if God wants you to do that, do that. It's always worth it doing what the Lord wants you to do. Always. Never say never or no when the Lord speaks. Say yes. And when you do it, do it to the best of your ability. bit of a petrol head. I like cars. Uh, my wife said to me, if, if we would have kept all the money that you spent on cars, <laughs> I said to my wife, you must be thankful that I didn't spend the money on women. <laughs> be happy that I spent it on motor cars. It did you no harm. But The one thing that I found out that if you don't maintain a vehicle, it doesn't take long to give you problems. And those problems can become costly. They can cost you. So when you got born again, your spirit got born again your soul was left in your hands to maintain. And you have to maintain it well, otherwise it gives problems. I'm talking about your thinker box, the computer. Keep that motherboard going, because if it jams, you have problems. Maintenance is of utmost importance. And if you maintain your soul, if you keep your soul well man- maintained, your spiritual well being will be kept well. There's a few things that are very good in maintaining. The soul. One of them is attending church, but it doesn't guarantee anything. For many years, I went to church because I suppose I had to. My parents expected it from me, and when we got married, it was the right thing to do. But it was a Sunday thing. And who knows that being married is not always great. <laughs> uh, most of the time it is. But you have, if, if, if you have to maintain something. And going to church, my wife and I found out that that doesn't maintain your spiritual well-being. Uh, you can receive Jesus in your life as Lord and Savior. I have seen many people receive Jesus. I really have. But I saw that the maintenance is not there. It's not a guarantee when you receive Jesus. You have to work at it. Accepting Jesus is, is the first step. And after the first step, you, you have to learn to walk. Oh, well, first you crawl and then you walk. And, and, and when you're 72, you find out that you can't run anymore. <laughs> uh, reading the Bible, please don't stop. Please don't stop. Re- read more of it. And, 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 and more often, knowing the Word of God is a very good thing, but I read the Bible for 34 years, and I didn't understand a word. Praying before eating is very good, but that's that also not a, a spiritual guarantee for wellness. it is not just saying yes to Jesus, and you do not have good maintenance in your lifestyle. You have to develop a love relationship with him. You'll have to develop a a trust relationship with him. Uh, He knows everything about you in any case. So you can just as well... Trust him because he already knows. But there's more. The question is, how do we get to the more? More is available. In 1 John 4 verse 6, it is written that we know and understand and recognize and believe the love God cherishes for us because God is love. And he who continues in love dwells and continues in God. And God dwells in him. Sin is a bad thing. Have you ever tried to stop sinning? I have. But I failed. I I failed so often. I, I think I fail more than anybody else. And but I found out that sin doesn't separate you from God. If you allow him, he comes closer. He comes closer. Wasn't it that he gave his only begotten son for sinners? God actually loves sinners. He wants them close to him. He wants to have a love relationship with them. He wants to Can I say give them a hug? I'm not sure about that one but Can I paraphrase John 3:16 and say God so much loved sinners? That he gave his only begotten son, the son who was after his own kind, to go to the cross, to pay the sinner's sin debt in full. For the sinner to receive the free gift of everlasting life. And that is what grace is. Grace is is God's undeserved favor. I don't deserve God's favor. I can do nothing to deserve God's favor. But I, I receive it. God's undeserved love given to sinners through the shed blood of our Lord Jesus Christ is grace. To stay on the winning side in... This earthly life, we have to do something. What we need to do is we have to maintain our spiritual well-being. And best to do is to take Paul's good advice from 1 Timothy 6 verse 12 where he says, Fight the good fight. How do you fight the good fight? To stay in the faith. Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold. How do you lay hold? You grab. You attach yourself to eternal life. That is our fight. I don't want to fight the devil. I resist him. I fight to stay in faith. That's my fight. I wrestle with the Lord. Lord, I need to stay in faith. I want more of it, Lord. <laughs> Hebrews 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we have, we are also surrounded with a great cloud of witness, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us and let us run with patience the race. The life of a Christian is a race that you run in patience with a maintainer at your side. But how? How? Now, in Africa, church isn't an hour of power. We come to church for the day. So, um, this was my introduction. (laughs) Right? Can we lock the doors? (laughs) Uh, What I'm going to say right now is my opinion, and uh, forgive me. Uh, For being right. (laughs) The church knows God God the Father. Even if the picture the church has of the Father, I don't think is is, is, is a clear picture of who He really is. But at least the church knows the Father. The church also knows and acknowledges Jesus as the Father's only begotten Son who died on the cross for their sin. But there are certain aspects that the church are missing. That that, that, that the church... Are missing or not getting. Jesus defeated Satan on the cross. But does the church accept that we have authority? We have authority. Do you know what authority you have? When you speak, you speak as Jesus' Jesus's voice. It's, it's, it's like carrying his credit card and having his number, and you can draw any moment, whatever you want. That's the authority you have. That's what he has trusted you with. But I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether the, the church really understands that. Uh, you may say it's easier said than done. Yes, I know. I've been there. I've done that. I've worn plenty of those t shirts. Uh, and now I think I've laid the foundation. So my, my foundation was quicker than my introduction. Uh, I have just come for hours and hours on, on, on an aeroplane. So I think we can get this aeroplane flying now. We are we've, we're at the end of the r- runway. That brings me to today's message. (laughs) Do we understand the words that Jesus spoke in John 14, verse 16 and 17, where he said, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another, an other, comforter, so that, He may be with you, so that he may be with you for how long? So that he may be with you forever. Who is he? The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because the world does not see him nor know him. Now look at me, but you. But you, you know him. For he dwells in you, he lives within you, and he shall be with you. The sad thing is that the absence of the presence of the Holy Spirit has become tangible in the church of Jesus Christ. And it is your and mine, it is our responsibility to usher the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, back into the church of Jesus Christ like it happened on the day when Pentecost fully came. What I'm saying it's not new. Let us get right back to the Old Testament. In Zechariah 4 verse 6, Then he answered and spoke to me, saying that this is the word of Jehovah to Zerubbabel, saying, It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, says the Lord. It's by his spirit. What is by His Spirit? Everything that is, is by His Spirit in this world at the moment. And if you leave the Spirit out, you can just as well leave the Father out and leave the Son out. Because the key is the Holy Spirit. How much do we know about the Holy Spirit? And are we willing to learn more about Him? My humble request this morning is, allow him. He's for your benefit. Holy Spirit is for you. For you as a group, for you as a church, for you as an individual. Allow him, take him back. Bring, let's bring him back. My challenge to the church today is, Get desperate and cry out, welcome back, Holy Spirit. I'm pleased to meet you again. Study the work of the Holy Spirit. Teach the church about the Holy Spirit, about who the Holy Spirit is and what he does. Let me take this even a a step further. How much concerning the Holy Spirit and what He does are you willing to allow in your life today? I want us to look a, take a closer look at the person of the Holy Spirit. Uh, 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 per, the Holy Spirit is not a that or an it. The Holy Spirit is the person in the Godhead. Like Father, like Son, like Spirit, the same, one. In John 14, 15, and 16, Jesus talks about who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit is all about. Jesus says the following to his disciples in John 14, 16, And I will pray, and he, my Father, shall give you another comforter, So that he may be with you forever. In the English language, comforter means a different, has a different meaning to what it had in the original language. And the Amplified Bible gives us the explanation of what the comforter really is. The Amplified Bible describes in detail the work of the comforter the work that the holy spirit does this is what we read in the amplified in john 14:26 the comforter who is your counselor who is your helper who is your invo- intercessor who is your advocate who is your strengthener who is your standby Who is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place? Holy Spirit is a replacement of Jesus on earth for this day. He will represent me. He will act on my behalf, says Jesus. He will teach you all things. And he will cause you to recall, to remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything that I have told you. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And the church has has said no to him. Why? Why? Why are we believing the lie? Why don't we take what the truth said? Who's the truth? Jesus is the truth. And that will set us free. Write John 14, 26, the the amplified version. Engrave it into your innermost being and make it your own. Where does a person receive counsel? Where do you receive help? Where do you receive intercession and strengthening? You receive it through listening. If you go to a counselor, you listen to what he says. Listen. Give your attention to the Holy Spirit. Give Him him a listening ear. And this happens in your soul. And it will change the way you think. Because as a man thinks, so is he. And the Holy Spirit is there to change the way you think. What we need to do is, we need to give the Holy Spirit a listening ear. Give Him the right to communicate in the mind, in the place where your emotions are situated. Holy Spirit is here for us, for us as a church, for us as individuals. He's here to change Colorado Springs. He's here to change your family. He's here to change you. We have a wrong, sorry, in some way or another, we have a wrong concept of the Holy Spirit. We think he's the hound of he- heaven who haunts us. That's exactly what he is not. He is exactly the 100% opposite of that. However, when when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you. That's John 16, 13. Jesus is sitting in heaven today. And I'm not lowering who Jesus is. But he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. That's where he is. Has been there for over 2,000 years. But we were not left as orphans. Somebody was sent in his place. The Spirit of the Christ. The Spirit of the Christ has come. To live in us. And be with us. He has has been sent to take Jesus' place. He has replaced Jesus for this time that we live in on earth. And sadly, what has the church done with him? Have, Have we welcomed him? Or have we said things like that was for the disciples? Have we given him the rightful place? Or have we pushed him aside? Have we neglected his presence? I again humbly would like to ask you, welcome him in every moment of your life. Listen to how Jesus was serious concerning the coming of the Holy Spirit. In John 16 verse 7, he says, I am telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable, it is good, it is expedient, it is advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go, if I stay, the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standby, will not come to you. He will not come to stand in close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. To do what? To be in very, very close fellowship with you. And His presence will make all the change, all the difference that we need in our spiritual walk and success in this life. Who would like to be unsuccessful? Well, it looks like as if everybody would like to be successful. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Say, Holy Spirit, I need you. I want you. I need close fellowship with you. I need close relationship with you. You are the one that has been sent to maintain my soul. If you were born again when you were 20 and you would die when you were 80, what about the 60 years? Do you want to just take a walk? What a walk. What a walk. I would rather spend those 60 years in the presence of the Holy Spirit to lead me, guide me, strengthen me. In John 15, 26 to 27, Jesus says, When the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, the Spirit of truth which proceeds from the Father, he shall bear witness of me. And then you will bear witness. John 16, 13. When he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he shall guide you into all the truth. For he shall not speak on his own, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He's the go-between between you and Father God. He's the middle man. I now understand what hither and thither is. He shall not speak on his own. He will tell whatever he is from the Father, these shall he speak. And he shall declare unto you things that are to come. I I challenge people with this. And I challenge you this morning. For the following two weeks and coming two weeks, don't pray to Jesus. Don't pray to the Father. Just pray to the Holy Spirit. And I guarantee you, in two weeks' time, you'll be closer to the Father and to Jesus. Because that's his job. That's his work description. To draw you closer to the Father and to Jesus. That's what he's there for. That's why he's sent. That's why why it was good for Jesus to go. Jesus could be at one place at a time. When he was in Jerusalem, he wasn't in Galilee. But But the Holy Spirit is... At the same time in Jerusalem, the same time in Galilee and in the same time in Colorado Springs, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, shall guide you into all truth, he shall not speak on his own. He shall speak what he hears. This is how important it is. After Jesus had risen, before he went back to be with his father, he gave. The last instructions concerning the coming of the Holy Spirit. And this is what Jesus says to them in Acts 1 verse 4 and 5. He said, I commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to await the promise of the Father, which you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you shall be baptized in the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. Jesus then said in Acts 1 verse 8, You shall receive power. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you. And then, and then, when the Holy Spirit has come on you, you will be my witnesses. I'm telling you, according to this voice, you will fail to witness without the Holy Spirit. It will be a fleshly witness. He said to them, don't go with a great commission. Stay in Jerusalem. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, then you will be my witnesses. Then you will have success. And go and look at the history of Peter. That moment changed Peter 100%. From being one person to being another person. And when the day of Pentecost was now come, they were all together in one place and suddenly there came from heaven a sound of a rushing of a mighty wind and it filled the house. And there appeared unto them tongues parting asunder, like as of fire. And it sat upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The moment of change. The moment the history changed. And they they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit laid utterance on them. Why do we say no to that? Why would you not want to pray? I do that when I don't have words to pray anymore. I find myself in situations where I don't know what to say. My God, I've said everything. He said, you haven't. Who's inside of you? Who knows what's best? Let him use your vocal cord. I'm closing. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Do you not know? Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Then honor God and bring glory to Him in your body. On the first day of Pentecost, many died. And when the day of Pentecost has fully come, thousands were saved. Why should we say no to the gift of Pentecost? Why? Peter preached. And 3,000 came to the Lord. He was never the same again. The church of Jesus Christ needs the work of the Holy Spirit. The church needs a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. As a church, as a congregation, as an individual... My last plea is please stay close to the spout where the Holy Spirit comes out. Bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Let us stand. If you are willing, if you are this morning willing the Holy Spirit to be in your life. And, and, and I want to say the presence of the Holy Spirit is in this house. It was here this morning. This is a special house. This is a, this, this is a, this is a house where the Holy Spirit will move from in a much greater I'm not saying he's not moving I'm not saying that I say move in a much greater way if we say yes if we say yes raise your hands do you know what you are doing? you are forming a funnel and I pray that the Holy Spirit will be poured into this funnel until you are full. Until you overflow. Holy Spirit of God. Just pray with me. Say, Holy Spirit of God. I'm willing. Here I am. Fill me afresh. Fill me to overflowing. Amen bless you, bless you, bless you. Thank you, my
5: brother. Let's not just uh, stop there. You guys, you guys bow your heads with me. Lord, we we want to intentionally open our mind and our spirit. Lord, we've seen the scripture. We've heard your word now Lord fill us with your spirit I want to be intentional about about reaching out for you Lord ask him in your own words Lord I need your empowerment fill me with your spirit fill me with your power Lord we pray the church of Briargate would be a spirit filled church we would be people that walk in your spirit and Lord I say just like when you breathe on the disciples breathe on me I breathe in your Holy Spirit thank you Jesus just begin to to pray ask him pray in tongues talk to him Holy Spirit fill us Fill me. Holy Spirit, we intentionally open our minds and our spirits to you. We don't want to try to do this by ourselves. We need your power. God, we don't want to be... Like the church that resists your power, we want to be full of your power. In Jesus' name, consume us with you. For Pastor Bomer. I just like we would a missionary right um, That we get an opportunity to pray for him and then he goes back to South Africa and then um, Billy and Lindy sit on the front row there's a lot of things God's doing here but um, we want to pray for him so Papa Bomer, if you will come right down in the middle here anybody that wants come up and join us and uh, we want to pray for him we, we always pray the same thing I always pray that the Holy Spirit will go before them and that the Holy Spirit will uh, put them into our hearts to remember to pray. Every time Billy walks in the door, you pray for his father. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much. We pray for this couple, this couple that serves you, seeks you, surrenders to you, ministers to others. Lord, give them favor, anointing, wisdom. Lord God, as, as, um, as Papa Bomer goes into the, to the um, local government, Lord, that you will anoint him, give him discernment. Lord, this is, a, this is tiring. He doesn't want to do this anymore, but God, you've got your hand on him to do this. And so God, give him strength, give him power, protect him and keep him, and let his words change lives. Let his life change lives. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So before noon tomorrow, God's going to give you the opportunity to let somebody know Jesus loves them. Do the best you can. Tell somebody about Jesus, and God will honor that in your life. It's a guarantee. So shake somebody's hand. Tell them you're glad that they're here. Use your best South African accent just to keep it consistent. And uh, we will see you Wednesday evening.